This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, the broadcast ministry of Pastor Rick Warren. Today we begin a series called Essentials for Living. In these teachings, Pastor Rick shares the power you need to live on, the principles you need to live by, and the purpose you need to live for so that you're truly living and not just existing. First, do you ever feel like you've lost your spark, your joy? In just a few moments, we're going to tell you about an exciting new resource that will deepen your relationship with God and restore your joy. You can take a sneak peek right now by going to PastorRick.com while you listen. If you want, you can just text the word HOPE to 800-600-5004 to find out more. Right now, Here's Pastor Rick Warren with part one of a message called Living by Grace. I'd like for you to complete these uh, common American phrases. If it sounds too good to be true, it is. We make money the old-fashioned way we earn it, right? There's no such thing as a free lunch. Our Our ride, that's true, that's true. A lunch ride, you know, maybe you're eating while you're riding. There is no gain without pain, all right? And God helps those who help themselves, that's right. Everything about the American way of life teaches you get what you earn in life. You get what you pay for. And we value work, sweat, effort, performance in America. It is called the American work ethic, and it's good. The only problem is it causes a difficulty in us relating to God because God does not relate to us on performance. God does not relate to us based on our effort, our work, our ethic of uh, how much we try. The Bible says that God relates to us and everything God does in our life, every blessing we have in our lives comes by grace as a free gift. You don't earn it, you don't deserve it, you don't work for it. It's just a free gift of God. And the Bible says that everything in your life is a gift of grace. You say, well, wait a minute. The things that I have, I worked for. I earned. I I put sweat equity into it. You wouldn't have the effort to work. You wouldn't have the brains to work. You wouldn't have the energy to work if God didn't give it to you. Literally, every breath you take is a gift from God. God doesn't owe you your next breath of life. But you're going to take it because it is a gift of God's grace. Now, the Bible is very clear about this, that God saves us by grace, God blesses us by grace, God teaches us by grace, God uses us by grace, God keeps us saved by grace, God takes us to heaven by grace. Everything in my life that's good is a gift from God. Notice these verses on your outline. 1 Corinthians 15, 10 says, Whatever I am now... It is all because God poured out such kindness and grace on me. It's all because of his grace. John 1.16 in the Bible says, From the fullness of his grace, we have all received one blessing after another. There are five essentials you have to have in life in order to really live. Now, you can exist without them, but you can't really live without these things. You need power to live on. You need people to live with because you're made for relationships, not to be lonely. You need principles to live by. You need a plan to live out. And you need a purpose to live for. These are life's essentials. 
If any of these are missing in your life, you're not living. You're just existing. And in this series, we're going to drill down deep and look at how do I get a purpose for life? How do I get the right kind of people to live with? How do I get power to live on and principles to live by and a plan to live out? But I need to say before we even get into those details that all of these things are gifts of grace. You don't earn power to live on. God just gives it to you. You don't earn the right people to live with. God just gives them to you. You don't deserve a purpose or a plan to live for and to live out. It is a gracious gift of God's grace. So today, I want us to look at what is grace. Now, I'm sure many of you think you know what it is. You may have a head knowledge. Oh, I know what grace is. It's just God's gift to me, and I, I know that I, I don't work my way to heaven. I just, it's just a gift. And you may have a head knowledge of God's grace in your life, but most of you really don't act like it. You don't live it. In fact, you continually think that God disapproves of you. And, and even though you know you're, you're not saved by your effort, you're constantly trying to please God. And you get up thinking, you know, uh, God is mad at me today. Or God's ticked off at me because of what I did yesterday. And some of you think that God is this unpleasable parent who's always saying, it's not good enough, can't you do any better? He's got a constant scowl on his face thinking, come on, you know, buck up, get, get, get your act together. Come on, when are you going to start doing right? And you have this constant sense of condemnation. And that's why you don't get to know God, because you think he's always angry at you, that he's always mad at you. And so you don't want to get to know a guy who's always criticizing, always has a scolding, a lecture. You kind of run from that kind of person. And you don't understand grace. Now, there are many, many uh, definitions of grace. Grace is like a multifaceted diamond and has many different sides and shades. No one definition could uh, adequately describe it. Let me just read you a couple definitions of grace, though. Grace is God's love in action. Grace is when God gives me what I need, not what I deserve. Grace is anything that I desperately need that I don't deserve, that I could never repay, but God gives it to me anyway. That's grace. Grace is anything I desperately need that I don't deserve, that I could never repay, but God gives it to me anyway. Grace is the face God puts on when he looks at my failures and my faults and my mistakes. Now, many people confuse grace with mercy, and they're two different things. Mercy is when God doesn't give you what you deserve. That's mercy. Have you ever done anything wrong and gotten away with it? Oh, yeah. You've gotten scot-free on a lot of things that you deserve justice for, that you deserve punishment for. And when God doesn't give you what you deserve, that's called mercy. On the other hand, when God gives you what you don't deserve, that's grace. All the good things in your life, you didn't earn, you didn't work for, you weren't given. They were just gifts of God's grace to you. But I want you to not just understand grace today. I want you to feel it. I want you to really feel it, maybe, maybe for the first time in your life, to feel loved by God, to feel the unconditional grace of God. Now, in order to help you remember this, I put it in a little acrostic, G-R-A-C-E, to help you remember these five things. Kind of makes me remember a, a professor at Yale who was invited to speak to the Yale student body, and so he decided to do a little acrostic on Y-A-L-E, the 
uh, and what is a Yale student? And he, and he talked about youth and attitude and loyalty and enthusiasm. The only problem was he spent 30 minutes on each letter of the acrostic. And when he was through, he walked down to a student on the front row and he said, you know, what did you think of my, uh, my lecture and my acrostic? And the guy said, well, I was just glad I didn't go to Massachusetts Institute of Technology. <laughs> Now, I promise you that it's not going to take that long to go through these five letters. But write these down. What is grace? G stands for this. Grace is God's gift to me. God's gift to me. It is a total gift of God. Now, if you were to go out and ask 10 people, how do you get to heaven? You know, go down here in El Toro Road and ask that. You'd get the same answers most of the time. Well, just work real hard and try to do your best. Or uh, be sincere and, and be nice to people. Or just try to do good and make sure that you do more good in your life than you do bad in your life because maybe God grades on a curve and, and if your good works are better than your bad works, well then maybe you'll go, you're a good guy and you know, you're sincere, so just, just come on in. That's the way most of the world thinks. Most of the world thinks they're going to get into heaven by being a pretty good person. And most of us think we're pretty good, or good enough to get into heaven, but bad enough to be fun. <laughs> and we want to carry those balances. Now here's the problem. There isn't a snowball's chance in hell you're going to make it into heaven on your own effort. You're listening to Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Rick will be back in just a moment with the rest of today's lesson. If you've missed any part of today's teaching, you can listen online anytime at PastorRick.com. That's PastorRick.com. Do you desire more of God? He desires more of you. Let me ask you this. How's your relationship with God right now? Maybe you're walking closely with Him and you feel energized and alive. Or maybe you feel disconnected, like you're just going through the motions. Pastor Rick says, if you want to stay connected and even deepen your relationship with God, you need to be intentional. That's why every year, Pastor Rick personally goes through a spiritual renewal study. And now he's made that very same study available to you. It's called Going Deeper with God, a personal renewal retreat. In this very special resource, Pastor Rick will personally lead you on a spiritual journey that brings you closer to God. Together, you'll go through a series of audio lessons, and after each session, you'll take a little time to reflect and complete exercises in the companion workbook. Through this retreat, you'll experience a renewal of life within you. God will restore your joy as He renews, refreshes, invigorates, and revives your spiritual life. You'll never be the same again. We'll send you Going Deeper with God, a personal renewal retreat as our way of saying thanks when you give a gift today to help Daily Hope share the hope of Jesus with a hurting world. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy, or you can call 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com, or call 800-600-5004. And be sure to let us know which station you heard us on. Thank you so much for your support. Now let's get back to today's lesson here on Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. There isn't a snowball's chance in hell you're going to make it into heaven on your own effort. No way. You can't be good enough to get into a perfect place. There's no way you're going to ever work 
earn or buy your way into heaven. You can't be that good. It's not going to happen. The Bible says the exact opposite. The Bible says there's only one way you're going to get into heaven. It's a gift from God. By God's grace. You could never earn it. You could never learn it. You could never buy it. You could never uh, work your way into it or deserve it or get enough brownie points or credits to get into heaven. There's no chance you're going to make it into heaven except by accepting God's free gift of grace. Because you can't be good enough. You stopped batting a thousand a long time ago. Now, the Bible says this in the book of Romans, chapter 11. It says, If it is by grace, it is no longer on the basis of works. Otherwise, grace is no longer grace. So, what do I do? It just means, uh, you know, it's God's gift. It's just a free gift to me. Now, look up here. This is the fundamental difference between Christianity and every other faith or religion. If you were to study all the other religions of the world, and I have, I've studied them all in detail. If you were to study all the other religions, you could summarize every other religion in one word. It is the word do. Because you have to earn your way to God. Now, depending on the religion, there's a different list of do's. Do all these things in one religion, another one's got another list, another one's got another, and all the lists differ, but every one of them have one thing in common. You have to earn God's approval. You have to earn God's credit. You have to earn your way into heaven by doing certain things. And if you do these certain things, then God says, okay, you're all right. Now that is in stark contrast to what the Bible says. The Bible says the exact opposite. The Bible says the way you get to know God, have a relationship with him, have your sins forgiven, and get into heaven is by accepting what's already been done for you. Who did it? Jesus Christ. You accept what Jesus Christ did 2,000 years ago on the cross. And if you were to summarize Christianity in one word, it would be the word done. It's already been done for you. Do versus done. Jesus did it all. And that's the difference. And it is a free gift to you. You just accept it. I'll never forget, I was out on the patio one time after service and a a seeker came up to me and he said, "Uh, Pastor, what do I have to do to be saved? And I said to him, you're too late. Now, I just was having fun with him. But he was a little shocked. He didn't expect that answer from a pastor. What what, what do you mean? What do you mean it's too late? I said, oh yeah, you're too late. I said, what needed to be done was done 2,000 years ago. And it was done by Jesus Christ. And now all you need to do is just accept it. And there's nothing else you can do to add on to what was done in order for you to get into heaven. Because grace is God's gift to you. What was my part in salvation? I'll tell you what my part was. Get lost. Now that was the easy part. It was pretty easy getting lost. It's God's part to find me and save me. Your only part in salvation is simply accepting the fact that it was all done for you. And that's called grace. God's gift to you. Notice this next verse, Romans 3, 24. All of us need to be made right with God. How? By his grace. Circle that which is a free gift through Jesus Christ. Now circle the phrase free gift. That, friends, is the best gift you're ever going to be offered. 
There is no better gift than that. You may get a Rolls Royce and, you know, win a lottery, but this free gift goes on for eternity, and it is through Jesus Christ. It is a priceless gift, and you will never be offered a better deal than that. Now, number two, the R in grace stands for received by faith. Grace is received by faith. You don't earn it. You don't work for it. You don't deserve it. You don't do a bunch of things to get God's grace. Like, well, if I, if I, you know, if I take communion, I get God's grace. If I'm baptized, I get God's grace. If I go to church, no, 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 no. Grace is received by faith. Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, read it with me. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. Now stop right there. What that means is even the faith you have is a gift from God. God gives you the faith to believe in him. Even, the gift, even faith comes from God. Now read the rest of it. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. Can you imagine how miserable we'd be in heaven if everybody could get there by working for it and earning it? Everybody up there would be bragging. How'd you get it? Well, I did this, 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 and this. Well, I did this. You, that's all you got in for? Oh, come on. You know, we'd have all these levels in heaven of people saying, well, I did this to get into heaven, you know, and there'd be the, the cool people part, and then there'd be the spiritual peon part, and the guys who got in by the skin of their teeth part, and, you know, and, you know, and it, you know, it'd just be, it's all by God's grace. Now, here's the point. For by grace you've been saved through faith. It's just a free gift. Romans 4.16 says this. People receive God's promise by having faith. Now this happens so that the promise can be a free gift. Now listen. Salvation is not based on my performance. It's based on God's promise. It's not based on my merit. It's based on God's mercy. It's not based on my goodness. It's based on God's grace. Get it? Good. Now, the Bible is full, the full of stories illustrating God's grace. There's the story of the Good Samaritan who helps the guy stranded on the side of the road who was helpless, and there was no way he could possibly repay him back. And there's no way you could possibly repay God back for what he's done for you, what Christ has done for you. There's the story of uh, uh, the prostitute that Jesus uh, forgave and then defended publicly. Did she deserve it? Absolutely not. What was he doing? Showing grace. There are examples in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. One of the most famous ones is the story of the lost son or the prodigal son. Remember this father has two boys. One day one of the two boys, the younger one, says, Dad, I'm splitting. I want my half of the family inheritance right now and I'm leaving. So he takes half of the family inheritance and leaves. And he moves to a foreign country and he wastes his life on wine, women, and song emphasis on the women. And after a series of months... He's blown it all. He's out of luck, out of money, and he ends up feeding pigs at a farm in a, in a pig trough. And, you know, there's no ATM around, and he's hit the skids, and he's down, destitute, and broke, and busted. And in that, you know, you know flat on his back, he thinks, what am I doing here? I know I blew it, and it was all my own fault, but, you know what, the people who work for my dad as servants, they live better than this. So he says to himself, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go back home, and I'm going to go, Dad, I know it. I blew it. I admit it. I wasted half the family inheritance, and I do not deserve to be called your son. I don't. But I tell you what, just hire me as a slave, as a servant, and I'll work for you the rest of my life because even your servants live better than I'm living now. 
And yet the Bible says the father who was loving and gracious, when he saw the, the son coming home from a long distance, it says he ran out to meet him. And he gives him a giant bear hug. And he kisses him and he smiles and he's celebrating and he goes, this is great. He says, go get the best robe in the house and bring it and we're going to put him on this guy. He doesn't say, go clean up your act, go get a bath, go repay me first. He doesn't scold him, he doesn't lecture him, he doesn't give him a sermon, he doesn't say, get, your, get, you know, get everything together and shape and then, then I'll talk to you. No, he just hugs him unconditionally, says, bring out the best robe, put it on his back. It says, bring the family ring, which was kind of like the signet that you would use to, like as a credit card. It was the symbol of the wealth of the family. So, you know, unlimited credit. Bring the ring we're going to put on his finger. You know, kill a calf, we're going to barbecue because we are going to party. My lost son has been found. Now that story is saying that's how God responds to you when you come home. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. Now, if you've missed any part of this message, or if you'd like to find out more about Pastor Rick Warren and this ministry, just visit PastorRick.com, where you can listen online anytime. That's Pastor Rick with two R's in the middle, dot com. Be sure to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional while you're there. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first, how's your spiritual life right now? Do you feel weary and far apart from God? You're not alone. All of us go through times where we feel disconnected from God. That's why Pastor Rick created a very special resource called Going Deeper with God, a personal renewal retreat. In it, he'll personally lead you through a spiritual retreat that will help you grow closer to God and revive your sense of hope and joy. Here's Pastor Rick to tell you more. Let me ask you a very personal and serious question. Would you truly like to have a deeper relationship with God? Not a superficial one, a deep one. Jeremiah 29, 13, God says this, you will seek me and find me when you seek for me with all your heart. When you seek God intentionally, it leads to a renewal of your relationship with him. You're as close to God as you want to be. And if you want to be closer, it's up to you. That's why I created a Going Deeper with God Personal Renewal Retreat. Yeah, Going Deeper with God Personal Renewal Retreat. It's a retreat just meant for you, where you can get along with God and you can connect with him in an intimate way that's going to refresh and renew and revitalize your relationship with God. It's gonna give you a deeper understanding of his love. And it will also prepare you to be used by God in the days ahead. Now, as I lead you through this Going Deeper with God retreat, my hope is that God will use it to completely revitalize and re-energize your spiritual life. Together, we'll go through a series of audio lessons and after each session, you'll just take a little bit of time to complete the exercises in the companion workbook that I've prepared for you. And you can do this. You can do it at home. You can do it at school. You can do it in short sessions. Or you can get away for a whole day and, and do it all in one setting. My goal is to strengthen your relationship with God, deepen your commitment and surrender to Him, and affirm your commitment to live for His glory. 
You know, maybe you've never thought about this, but God's ready to go deeper with you. He's just waiting on you. Now, I want to help you get started by sending you a copy of Going Deeper with God today. And when you partner with Daily Hope to take the Word of God, these positive messages to people all around the world, my team is going to send you this very special spiritual growth tool just to say thanks. I hope you'll take advantage of this today. Just go to PastorRick.com right now to get your copy. Or you can call 800-600-5004. That's PastorRick.com or just call 800-600-5004. And be sure to let us know which radio station you heard us on. Thank you so much for your support. Be sure to join us next time as we look into God's Word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.